Good morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to share something that really spoke to me last night when reading the Word. Um, the Lord led me to being in First John um, again. And as I was reading, I got to First John uh, chapter 2, starting with uh, 15. And it just spoke volumes to me all over again. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Okay. Now, when reading that... In all of 1 John, it tells us, you know, about, um, it gives us an encouragement. It's like a, um, the book is practically telling us um, what to stay away from, uh, the difference between being in the light, being in the dark, um, what to, you know, how we should stay encouraged and it also talks about the three stages of Christianity. Um, but this just really, really spoke to me because there's there's a lot of us right now. There's a lot of us who are just, we're not taking our walk seriously. We're not taking our walk seriously. And the problem is, is that we're caring more about what's in the world and what we're doing, you know, we're caring about everything else except for our father's business. We're caring about everything else except for our father's business. And another verse that spoke out to me last night, and I circled it underlined, it was going down to verse uh, 20. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. If you're saved, if you're a child of God... And you have the Holy Spirit living within you. You are specially anointed. And the Holy Spirit is going to direct you. It's going to, it's going to guide you. It's going to give you knowledge and wisdom. Especially if you ask for it. You're going to be able to see and hear things that you didn't understand or see or hear before. And you're going to acknowledge a lot of things that was just kind of, that you just kind of just let it pass over. But, uh, here's the thing, is that when I read this, it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. I see so many of us focusing on all the wrong things in life. And like, we, we keep, you know, as human beings, we live life like we're going to be here forever. That, no, 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 no. Like, we keep forgetting that our true life and our true uh, reason for life and our true, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, our real home is in heaven. We are spiritual beings experiencing um, this world, this lifetime. 
And, you know, God has just revealed so much to me lately. Like, I, you know, I keep praying for God to show me wisdom, to show me guidance, and just to speak to me through His Word. And He has just been so good, and He has just been, you know, sharing so much with me lately and just opening my eyes to things that I didn't see before that I was just kind of skimming over or passing over and and I'm gonna tell you something we're living in the last days and I can't tell you how many times I've said that I can't tell you how many times that you've probably heard it but here's the truth the truth is is that we are closer than ever closer than ever to the return of the Messiah Yahweh we are so close so close so close and I cannot tell you how many times that he is sending out the message just the big warning signs just over and over and over again and I just can't tell you the importance you know that I'm trying to get out and stress that this is something serious people this is something to not take lightly this is something that's not a joke um it is hard to break bad habits. It is hard to get out, but you can be delivered. You can change, you know, how you do things and and what you've been doing and, and where you're going. But let me tell you, we need to really sit down and evaluate our lives. If we're being so consumed, if if we're being so consumed with everything but Jesus and his work and his business, then there's a problem. There's a problem. Um, the more, you know, I've been praying and, and, and here lately, like, this is, and I'm just going to say it because, and, and a lot of people may disagree with me. A lot of people may think, okay, Bridget, well, that's just too much, it's too far, but I just feel like it's the truth. I think that we are so deep in, like, all these worldly things. All these worldly activities, all these worldly events. And I think right now, all Jesus wants is us to focus on building the kingdom. He doesn't care about what job you have. Doesn't matter how good of an education you have. Doesn't matter if you're quote unquote feeling lonely because you don't have anybody. You want a relationship. You want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And it's just the end of the world because you don't have nobody. That's a totally different message. But what I'm trying to get at is that we're so self-consumed about the things of this world. We're so self-consumed about our wants, our needs, us, 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 us. When we don't see the bigger picture. And that's to help our, our fellow brothers and sisters. To show the love of Jesus. To be about his business. To be about his work. To be sharing the gospel. Um, there's people that are just so um, self-absorbed. Uh, we're so worried about our appearance. We're so worried about you know, having nicer things. And we're so worried about our kids being so popular. And we're so worried about... You know, giving our kids the world. And I'll, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to give my kids the world. Did you hear me? I don't want to give my kids the world. I want to give my kids Jesus. And I want to give them something that can, you know, that's going to benefit them and their life. And this has a major effect on them. 
and it's in a major effect on where they're going to be for the rest of their life after this one. Okay? I just, I feel the Lord is just saying, look, stop worrying about entertainment. Stop worrying about all these excessive things that you or your kids are involved in or doing. Pull your eyes away from that and look at me. Look at me. Look at my kingdom. It's, it's so, y'all, mm, I just have this urgency in me. Y'all probably think I'm crazy. I don't care. But I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you. You know, we take this so lightly. We go through our walk claiming that we're a Christian. I'm going to tell you. There's so many of us. And there's this big red flag. There is so many of us. So many of us. That think we're going to heaven. We think that we're saved. And we're not. There's so many of us. I know where I'm at. I know. You know. I know. That I have been washing the blood. That I'm saved. And I know that I'm his. I know my name's been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I know where I'm at. But there's so many. That just. They just don't even know. People. Going to church does not save you. Going to church does not save you. Now do you need to be in church? Yes. Yes, you need to be in church because you need to be around God's people. You need to be in his house so you can be fed his word. And you need to be where you can serve. You can be that the hands and feet. Which you can do that even without church. But you need to have a tr- an establishment. Now where you pick where you go, you better be careful. Because there's a lot of churches today that are all about entertainment. They're all about how many people they can get in the church house, but they're not worried about speaking the gospel. They're not worried about loving on people. They're not worried about the truth. There's so many right now that sugarcoating the word. So many sugarcoating the word. It's not even funny. We're at a point in our life where people, this is it. This is it. You know, it's not about your bills. It's not about if you live uh, in a mansion. If you live in a small, simple, one-shack home, it don't matter. If um, you have the best education, you know, these kids, let me get on this. (laughs) Let me get on this. I see all these kids striving so hard. Like, today is so much different than even when I was a kid. I made good grades, pretty much good grades or whatever, and I started to be in these clubs and all this other stuff, and and then I was like, okay, this just, it ain't for me, I can't, I can't, you know, I suffered with ADD, I didn't realize what I had until after, until I was an adult, that I had it, I still have trouble focusing, no, I don't take... I do uh, take some meds to help me between that and anxiety. And I'm praying that God will deliver me from that so I don't even have to take medication. But I did suffer with focusing and so I didn't stay in those things. But so many kids today, so many kids today have been pushed so hard. 
to the fact that it's all about, well, I got to get this degree. I got to go to this college. I got to take, be in this club. I got to do this. I got to do that to get, to get a good scholarship. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Let me tell you something. None of that matters. Is it wrong to have a good education? No. But if you are not putting God first, if you are pushing your child to do all these things just so they can be quote unquote successful, every bit of money spent, every time spent, if it is not being spent on God, if he is not guiding you to do certain things, then you do not need to be doing it. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your kids' time. If that education, if that job set is something that you're not being called to do or your child is not being called to do, or if your child or you are not using it to bring his kingdom glory in some kind of way, then you are wasting your time. All these people that are... That, and, I, and I love y'all. I love every bit of y'all. I'm not saying this to hurt anybody. I'm not saying this to offend anybody. There's going to be people that listen to this that will get offended. That's fine. That's between you and God. But I love every single one of y'all that's listening to this. Every single one of y'all. Y'all know I do. But these young girls that are allowed to dye their hair and to put on makeup and to wear these little outfits... That are so young. I don't care what the reason. Whether it's pageants. Whether it's uh, dancing. Whatever it is. All this other stuff. It is not good for the child. This is not something that they need to be exposed to. It's sending such a wrong message. And. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of backlash from that. I'm probably going to make a lot of you mad because I've got a lot of friends. I've got a lot of friends that have their daughters in pageants, that have their daughters in dance and all this other stuff. But you've got to draw the line. You've got to draw the line about, okay, where does, where does this need to stop? Is it wrong to have your kids involved in stuff? No. It's not, but it to me, here lately, it's like extremely over the top. What do I see in Chilton County? I'm from Chilton County. Let me tell you what I see. I see these girls being pressured or being thrown into the pageant world, whether it's dance, twirl. It's like they have to be doing something. Some of them don't even want to be doing it. They're being made to do it because they, because their mama had did it before them. And it's family tradition or it's just, it's something that they have to do because we're a small town and there's nothing to do. Let's look at these boys. Now my son played ball for a little while. I always told him, I said, if you want to play, we'll pay for you to play. You can be involved because you need some exercise. It's You need to make good friends. But the one time that you don't want to do it no more, or if it becomes so much more like competition, then you don't need to be doing it no more. It got to a point where people were taking it way too seriously. And my son quit liking it. 
mainly because people were taking it too seriously. And I was not going to subject him to that any longer. And um, he decided he didn't want to do it no more, so we're not forcing him to do it. There's kids out here that are going and doing these tournaments, and it's just like they're playing ball 24-7. Where is that getting you in the kingdom? Where is that getting you in the kingdom? Where is it getting your child in the kingdom? What is it teaching them? Jesus says right here, do not love the world or the things in the world. We are to be set apart. We're not to be a part of that. Let me tell you, if we're all, I just feel led to say this. I feel led to say this. This is going to make people mad. I, you know, but I need to say it. I have to say it. We have got to quit being so occupied with the things of this world, whether it's pageants, whether it's sports, whether it's watching these episodes, these TV shows that we're watching, whether we're a part of things, you know, these excessive things. If we're being a part, if we're going to concerts that isn't godly, that isn't worship, if we're going and watching these things that has nothing to do with the Lord, if we're not spending our money and our time investing and sharing the gospel, if we're not putting our money and our time investing and sharing the gospel, let me repeat that again. If we're not investing in the kingdom and sharing the gospel, if we're not helping and loving on others, then we are wasting our time. There's going to be a lot of people going to hell, people. There's going to be a lot of people that's going to go to hell. All because we were too occupied and putting our kids in pageants and playing ball and being involved in all these academic things to the extreme. And because our focus was on all the wrong things except for the one thing that God called us to do. I used to think that, okay, it's alright to be a part of all this stuff. But I have not yet seen a person not get consumed. That's just like with my photography. I don't feel led to do it. I mean, I don't feel like God is saying, okay, you need to quit it altogether. But I allowed myself to get consumed in it. That's all I thought about. I went to bed thinking about it. I got up thinking about it. I just stayed doing it all the time. And I was like, enough. God took that away out of my heart. Enough. Enough. If we have that relationship with Jesus. If we want to talk to him every day, we need to pray. If we, you know, if we pray, we talk to God, we have that relationship with him, then we become more like him. He opens our eyes and he shows us what's important and what's not. What's important and what's not. All these people that are striving to have the best of the best. I mean, when you die... You're not going to take it with you. When the rapture happens, guess what? It's going to be left behind for other people to take. And that's, you know, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. All chaos is going to break loose. And it's coming, people. It is coming. And this this message may be a little bit longer than my normal, but that's okay. I cannot. There's an urgency. There is an urgency for me to tell you. That you really need to evaluate your life. If you don't have time for prayer. 
And I'm speaking to myself. Don't think I am not perfect. I am not perfect. When I when I get these messages, you know, I I go back and listen to it myself. I need them myself. God is talking to me also. And my thing is, is that you have really got to ask yourself, what am I doing in life? Where am I at? What am I wasting my time on? What am I wasting my kids' lives and time on? You know, am I sharing them with Jesus? Now, if you're involved in all these things because the Lord said it's okay, and if you're using that to your advantage to share the gospel, then good that's good. That is good. But if you're allowing God to not be a part of it and you're allowing it to consume you, then oh boy, you need to just you need to say, Okay, that's enough. We're done. I cannot tell you how many kids miss church. How many kids miss so many blessings or people miss so many blessings because they're not able to come to church because they have a ball tournament. They have ball practice. That's whenever, I, you know, I'm sorry, but they don't work like that. It don't work like that. Think about it. Think about it, people. Think about it. Are we really that selfish? Are we that selfish that we put our little businesses first? Are we that selfish that we put our relationships first before Jesus, before God? We put other relationships before him. We put our kids before him. We put our spouses or our boyfriend, girlfriends before him. Think about it. Y'all, this is not the time to play. This is not the time to be wasting God's time. You have two choices. Either you decide to follow the Lord, get deep and very deep into his word and prayer. Make time for that. Put it first. Does it mean being uncomfortable? Yes, it does. Does it mean giving up things that you like? Yes, it does. Does it mean, you know, sacrificing some things? Yes, it does. But look at what Jesus sacrificed for us. Or you can go the other road. You can stay in the world. Stay so self-involved in the things that you love. Stay buried deep in those worldly TV shows and, and secular music and worldly music. and Stay sucked into drama and addiction and these drugs and these relationships that are just sucking the life out of you that it's not even of God. You know, either we're serving, we're either serving the light or we're serving the darkness. Either we're serving God or we're serving the enemy. There, I'll say what my pastor said last Sunday. Either you're a goat or a sheep. Or, no, let me, I got that backwards. Either you're a sheep or you're a goat. There's no shoats. There's no in-between. There's no straddling the fence. You can't have the best of both worlds. There's no way. You need to get it together. You need to sit down. You need to say, okay, am I all in or am I out? Am I going to do this with God every single day? Or am I going to be self-seeking? I'm going to be seeking the things of the world. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be all about the world and things of the world in, in it. You know, Jesus says to be set apart. 
It says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. This world is not going to last, people. But eternity is. What are you going to choose? I love you. God loves you. I'll be praying for you. And um, I pray that you got something out of the message today. Until next time. Bye-bye.